Hey everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend on Spotify or wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. I am the host, Josh Sanchez, and the purpose of Your Spiritual Best Friend is to connect spirituality, mental health, and astrology all in one because it's important for everyone to realize that we are all on our own spiritual journey at the end of the day. So the more we open up, the more we are able to connect with each other and grow as a collective society. So sit back and relax and enjoy your spiritual best friend. Hey everybody and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend. I know it's been a while since I've recorded a podcast or even done a live stream. I know it's been over two weeks since I've posted a podcast and for uh, talking live on Podbean and Wisdom, it's definitely been, it's probably been like over a month. So it's definitely been a while. Um, For today's podcast topics, I really wanted to get into three big parts. So I wanted to start obviously with life changes. I wanted to talk about not only the physical life changes that we go through, but also the mental as well and the anxieties that go through uh, each life transition. And uh, I wanted to get that as like the main topic. And then I also wanted to talk about Sagittarius season since we are in the beginning of it. I apologize to all my Scorpio friends. I didn't really get a chance to record a lot during Scorpio season and really talk about Scorpios in general. I know I usually do like a podcast once a month on the full moon and stuff like that. So for this past month, I apologize. I didn't really get into a lot of stuff like that just because of the life changes and what's currently going on. But in all in all honesty though, like when it comes to life changes and I think it's a really good time to start this first topic off right away. Life changes can be very it can be a very intense full type of period where because we're humans, we're natural creatures of habit. So like we're used to our comfort, we're used to our day-to-day tasks, but there's moments throughout our life, you know, because we need to be able to grow and and evolve and, and the next chapter happens. One chapter ends, but a new chapter begins. And during those times where you are going through a new chapter, there's a transition period and that transition period can be very anxiety inducing. Uh, just because again, like we are humans, we're creatures of habit. We, we love comfort. Um, and we like to feel comfortable. And during transitions, we're, we're uncomfortable because we're learning new stuff about ourselves. And this is a new chapter where we are taking our previous skills and everything we've learned in the past. And now we're applying that into now in this current new chapter. And that can be hard. That can be very stressful. That can be very anxiety inducing because there's a lot of fear underneath that anxiety. It can be fear. It could be doubt. It could be It can be even regret if you try this new chapter and there's immediate like pushback. There can be a lot of different feelings that get into the mix of a life's change. And right now, currently, just to give you guys just an update, a lot has happened over the past month. I'm not going to lie. I got a I got a new job. I am I am now a group counselor with middle school kids Um, I work under UHS, so it's Universal Health Services. I work in the Horsham Clinic 
in in Pennsylvania. So I am now running group therapy sessions for middle school students and high school students. And this is now my second week, my first week doing it live, like actually like having my own room. So like what's been what happened was I had a week of training at the main site and that was definitely interesting. We learned a lot about like hospital stuff and inpatient stuff, but we didn't learn a lot about like actual counseling because that's where, where I go for my location. That is where the majority of my work is. And so I spent one week training at the main site and then Last week was my first week of actually running therapy groups, uh, but I did it with a coworker. And now this is the week, first week, I'm doing it all by myself. And I've definitely learned some new things about myself already. And I definitely overall feel like I am in a great spot. This is a new position for me where I can gain experience into the field, improve my counseling skills that I've learned in class. And that I've already shown in podcasting and I've already shown in the wisdom app and live stream talks and all that stuff. And now I'm actually applying it and learning new things about myself along the way. And it's definitely been very eye opening. Uh, I know for me, some anxiety thoughts I've had, it was like, am I qualified enough for this? Am I am I ready for this? You know, like that, those are some thoughts that went through my head on the first day, just like, wow, like this is. This is a big, this is a big change. You know, this is something where I am now running groups. I'm used to doing more individual stuff. So running groups and having 10 plus different personalities all in one room and the group dynamics and, and all that stuff, it, it all plays a part. And this is just all stuff that I'm realizing along the way. And I'm going to continue to learn new things. This is only my first full week of actually running groups and I'll get into what I've done more for self-care, which has really helped me so far during this transition. But that is something that's been going on currently in my life. So I've been running groups. I run two therapy groups a day and I have one in the morning. I have one in the afternoon. It's usually in both groups usually take like an hour, hour and a half. And then the rest of the day I'm, I'm with the kids uh, just vibing. We, we just monitoring them throughout the day. They have like a school hour during the day. So it's a really cool program. It's a program that it takes kids that have problems in school. Um, and they usually go to a mental health facility probably for, probably for like two, three weeks on average. Some kids stay longer. Some kids are shorter. Um, but it's a time period for people to work on themselves mentally, get themselves in the right mental framework. So that way, when they come back to school, they feel re-energized, they feel refreshed and they're ready to go. So that's definitely something that I've realized with the company and I've realized with the current program. So I'm, con so I'm constantly getting new kids, probably like once, once or twice a week, I'm getting a couple new kids. And uh, it's definitely been a very eye-opening experience. And to make to make matters even greater, even forward, like it starts from age eight and then the program usually goes all the way up until 18 for for high schoolers. So it goes elementary, middle and high school. So you get you get a little you get a little feel for all different ages. For me, I'm the middle group. So I just do the middle school, early adolescent uh, that I told my I told my 
job company that that was the youngest I'm willing to go just because I feel like spiritually, mentally, the middle school and up is the age group that I can feel like I can be most effective towards. And during my week of training, I've talked to a lot of high schoolers and we've had some really eye-opening conversations and and having vulnerable conversations with people, it helps you gain a new perspective and you also learn new things about what other people are going through. Now, obviously, I'm not going to disclose anything we've talked about, obviously, just because there's confidentiality and um, rights to privacy that I'm not going to discuss. But I am going to say, though, that the conversations have been very eye opening and you learn things about yourself. You learn things that you've experienced as there's there's a there's a term called counter transference and transference between a therapist and the client. So you guys, it's a human relationship and you guys, both the therapist and the client, you guys are learning new things through each other and it becomes a very progressive relationship when there is a strong therapeutic bond between two people pretty much a fancy term for you have a nice strong built foundational relationship between client and counselor you guys are learning new things about each other that you might not have realized like i know for me like some moments of old trauma for myself have been brought up in some sessions uh, talking about my parents, you guys have definitely heard this on my previous talks and previous podcasts, talked about the struggles of that, talked about the anxieties I, I have within myself that I've noticed in a couple of groups that I've run. I'm like, wow, like I have felt the same way before, you know, or I have done, I have felt this way or I have felt that way before. And man, like it gives you again that unique perspective And I think everyone that gets into work, especially work that involves trauma and helping people, you also need to apply and display self-care, which is part of the reason why, like, I've been trying to figure out what's a good day where I can continue these live streams, because this is a form of self-care for me. But um, I know for myself, I have gotten it. I've gotten into crystals a lot more. I bought myself a new incense tray. And what I've been doing to help myself during this life transition is I've been putting my crystals. I have in my tray, it's a big circle and it has all the zodiac signs. So I put all my crystals on top and then I put my incense on. I put my incense in the middle and then every day I say some positive affirmations like tomorrow's a new day. If I've had a long day where I've been very stressed or I've had very dramatic conversations and it's really drained my energy. I always just add some positive affirmations. I talk to my ancestors, talk to talk to God, you know, and I'm just like, thank you for a wonderful day. Next day, like tomorrow, let's look forward to the next day. And I've been lighting it every night. And and when I light it, that signifies for me that the day is, is done and it's time for a new day, new fresh start, because that's how it is. Every day is a new day. It's a new fresh start. Things that have happened yesterday, mistakes that you've had, yeah, they they made you might still feel those mistakes, but tomorrow is tomorrow, you know. And and for me, that's something that's been really good and beneficial for me. It helps me just refresh my mind. And then on the weekends, I'll do it less, just because like I'm out a little bit more and stuff. But during the week, when I have when I know I have work the next day, I am always lighting my incense to just reset the mind. 
And uh, self-care is going to look different for everybody. Um, I know for some people they do meditation. I know for some people they journal and and all the everything is good. Uh, but especially during life changes and periods of transition, making sure that you're listening to yourself with the transition is what is very important. And if we learn to listen to ourselves during this time period, then we are better able to grow and we and we're able to adjust to the change. Um, so definitely. And for me, definitely working in a career where I'm dealing with a lot of trauma and trying to help people that have experienced a lot. I got to make sure that my self-care and taking care of myself is on peak level. So that way I'm not projecting my own feelings onto the middle school and high schoolers, because that's important. You got to realize your job as a mental health caretaker, helper, spiritual healer, your job is to help others and help them guide to self-discovery. And for some people, they're going to understand and what you're talking about right away. For some, they're going to have to have a couple talks and might might even have to come back to there's been a couple of people that have gone back and do not get discouraged if you end up, if you have to go back, you know, and go back to the same program. But you're learning more about yourself uh, throughout your own journey. So that so my point is just to really think about and for everybody listening during periods of change for you. How has your life changed? How have you handled a life change? Positively, negatively, because there's definitely been moments where I've been overwhelmed because the paperwork at my job, it definitely can be intense. And my first couple days, I, I wanted to get out at at four. I ended up staying till five because I'm learning how to do this paperwork and I'm getting mad at myself because I'm like, I got to go to school. I got so much other stuff I got to do. But in reality, I'm, I got to give myself more time to learn and get it and, and be patient with myself, you know? So that's definitely something that I struggled with last week on the first couple of days. But as this week has gone on and as last week ended, I've, I've had, I've been a really good spot when it comes to, um, being patient with myself, listening, listening to myself, listening to my body. Okay. Now's a good time to record. Tomorrow might not be a good time to record. Now's a good time to do this. If I have school, I know I got to communicate with coworkers. Okay, I'm going to have to leave a little bit earlier than usual because of school. Like these are all things that that you're learning along the way and just giving yourself that time to adjust is important. Communicating with, with friends and family. Hey, I'm going through a lot of life changes right now. So I might not be on on my high alert game as as usual is all very important. So I just want to think before we take a little break because I I am I what I want to do is during these conversations I want to add just a couple minutes for you guys to think and stuff. Think about moments where you guys have had a life change and you guys had to um experience a transition period. How was that for you guys? How was it a struggle? Was it a challenge? What are some things that you learned through your transition period? These are just questions I want you guys to think about. But we're going to take a couple minute break here and uh, we're going to get back in a little bit. But I'm going to play some background music 
while you guys think about those questions. So I'll give you guys about like a minute to really think about it. And then we'll, we'll come back and we'll and we'll check back in. But you guys are listening to your spiritual best friend. I am your host, Josh Sanchez, and this is going to be just a laid back, chill conversation. And we're going to have some fun. So here's some background music. I hope you guys enjoy. And uh, yeah, we'll be right back in like a minute, minute and a half. Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Podcash as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Podcash gave away over $100,000 to up-and-coming podcasters as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground and running, but with Podcash, it's a great way to get cash and best of all, It's all free for your podcast. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list or you're already a podcaster, go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's again, podcast.com, P-O-D-C-A-S-H.com. I hope to see your future podcast. All right, guys, and now we are back. I just wanted to give you guys just like a minute or two just to think about those questions I asked. And I, and I definitely think for conversations moving forward, I want to give you guys a chance or two to think about the questions that I asked, because this is a podcast that focuses on mental health. It focuses on astrology. It, it focuses on spirituality. The main goal of this podcast is to get you guys thinking and to get you guys learning a little bit more about yourself that you didn't really realize, become more aware of certain things, certain situations that you that you have experienced and actually just really think about it because throughout life, you know, we go through transitions, we go through changes, we're constantly growing, we're constantly doing so much that we lose some parts of ourselves that might get overlooked or might get pushed back to the side because we're constantly doing things. We're constantly trying to be productive. We're trying to be successful. I say that in quotation marks because success success looks different for everybody. But until we get to the full destination, there is a long journey that's happening. And we have to take moments to take a deep reflection and reflect with ourselves what's going on, what's not going on. So that way we're not making the same mistakes that we're constantly making and we're growing and we're not pushing off parts of ourselves that we need in order to feel more connected with ourselves. If you guys get what I'm saying. So it really is important. So throughout these podcasts, I'm going to ask a lot of questions for you guys to really think about. You can journal about, you can, you can just think about it, say it out loud, um, because it's it's important. It's important that we have that check in with ourselves, and uh, that's one thing. I that's one message that I really want to bring for all of my future talks, continuing and and all that fun stuff too. But just continuing the conversation a little bit, I know I talked a lot about life changes, and I gave you guys a lot of just some questions to really think about. The next part of the conversation, I really just wanted to talk about astrology in general. I also wanted to add a little bit of counseling as well. If anybody is interested, if you guys want to join as a guest, 
on wisdom or if you guys want to call in to a on a on after listening to this podcast you guys want to call in and send me an email or send me a message on social media you guys can do that as well i will give you guys the opportunity to do that and all that fun stuff but when it comes to astrology obviously right now we are in sagittarius season uh, Sagittarius, it's all about the free loving, free spirited, independent type of energy can be very blunt at times. Sagittarius can be very blunt at times. Um, I know when it comes to the astro forecast for the month, there's always a full moon. Just for you guys know, for future talks, I, I always do a full moon podcast and stuff. And the full moon for this month in December is going to be in... Gemini. So Gemini, it's going to be a Gemini full moon. Last month it was Taurus. I know that was the last podcast I did, which was about the Taurus full moon. So this full moon is going to be in Gemini. So it's going to be more about intellect, quick wittiness, maybe learning new things. And those things can vary depending on what what type of energy you have in your chart. But that's just an example. Gemini moons are usually Full moons where you're expanding your knowledge, you're you're trying to learn new things, but you're doing it in a more aloof way versus with Sagittarius, they do it in a very passionate, fiery way. Um, but that's just like a quick little overview. But when it comes to this month, though, just just think about ways in which your life has expanded, because when I when I think of Sagittarius, I think of the philosopher Someone that is constantly learning new things about themselves, wanting to learn new things in general about life, the world, higher learning, higher education, but then also taking what they're learning and teaching that amongst other people. So there's a lot of expansion. There's a lot of growth when it comes to Sag energy. And those are the two words that I really want you guys to think about. What does expansion look like for you? What does growth look like for you? In what ways has your life grown or expanded? And I think it's very, it's a, it's a strong coincidence that I'm also adding life changes to that. So I always like to use myself as an example for you guys to really think about. My life has expanded tenfold in the past couple years. I have gotten my own place. I've been on my own for almost two years now. Now I still like... Go to go to my grandmother's for for some fresh home cooking or um, I'll definitely like go to my dad sometimes to to to, you know, just to kick back and relax. So I don't want you guys to think like I'm independent in terms of paying my rent and I am more comfortable living alone, but I still have certain privileges that I know a lot of other people do not have. So like I can always go to my grandmother's anytime and I know that there's food just waiting for me and that's something that I'm very lucky for but my point though is is that really think about how your life has just expanded it's crazy how much can change in a year and I remember this time last year I was getting more comfortable with moving out I decided that I was going to DoorDash full-time just for the flexible schedule and for school and stuff I wanted a career job, but I didn't know what I really, I didn't know how to find it. And fast forward a, a year later, I have found a pretty solid career job. 
that is something in my field that I can build experience towards and I'm expanding. I'm learning more about the mental health field. I'm learning more about working with working with middle school students and high school students. I'm learning about how the adolescent mind works and how trauma can impact people, not just adults. Trauma impacts kids. It impacts a lot. And one of my famous sayings, one of my famous motives is we're going to break the generational cycles that we are going through. And when it comes to astrology, a good way to check to see if you to see what type of generational trauma or things that your past generations have done is to look at the outer planets is to look at the so Uranus look looking at Uranus looking at Pluto looking at um I'm going up Neptune looking at I'm trying to think of some others but those are some examples of some planets to look at and what aspects so aspects are how planets communicate with one another so looking how the outer planets are communicating with your interior planets that's a good way to check and see how previous generations have operated. And I definitely think that you guys and everyone listening and anyone that's very big in spirituality already have an idea of the generational traumas that they've already faced. But there's a lot of people that are not aware of how trauma manifests and it can manifest through generation after generation. So that's something to add to an astrological context that um, the outer planets and what they're aspecting with your interior planets can definitely say a lot about the trauma or the blocks that you have currently faced because of the trauma you've experienced. So that's something to really look at. And with Sagittarius, again, it's all about that expansion. It's all about that growth. And what's what what is not a better way to learn more about yourself than getting into more spiritual practices getting into more mental practices mental health practices it's a great way um a type of growth sticking with sagittarius and the idea of expansion emotional growth is something that should be highlighted more how are you growing emotionally? Are you understanding yourself more? Are you understanding and more aware of how your emotions operate? Very powerful stuff. And it's definitely something that you're not going to see an exterior reward in terms of money. Like you're not going to make a lot of money for being more emotionally aware um, right away. But it's something that you will see over time. The more aware you are of things, the more the more conscious you are on how thing how you react to certain things, the better off you're going to be. And there might be someone that has made boatloads of money and still failed to understand that concept whereas you have already understood that concept. You know what triggers you, you know what you're going through, you know what irks you, you know how your body reacts to what what happens when it irks you. And you're able to progress forward. So that's just the idea of expansion in general. So I think of Sagittarius season. I think of expansion. I think of opportunities to grow. Opportunities to learn new things. Higher end learning. Sagittarius is rule. Uh, what makes Sagittarius, what helps with Sagittarius is its ruler, Jupiter. 
and Jupiter being the planet of expansion, growth, good luck, good fortune. Sagittarius is, if you have a lot of Sag energy, can be very optimistic type of people looking at like the good side of things. Whereas Scorpio and Capricorn, because they're ruled by Saturn and Pluto, tend to look at it in a more darker type of way where you have to work hard for Capricorns, working hard to achieve success. Whereas with Scorpios, it's all about the transformation and how you transform. You have to put in a lot of work. There's a lot of you have to embrace the inner darkness, the inner shadows to grow. So you have those two energies right next to this type of energy, which is Sag energy, which is all about expansion, higher end learning, positivity, optimism. So that's that is what you have out of the three plant, the three zodiac signs, and then the planets of Pluto or Mars, depending on what type of astrology you follow. Jupiter and Saturn, because Saturn is the planet of hard work. Uh, Mars is the planet of physical action. Pluto is the planet of transformation. And then Jupiter is the planet of good luck, good fortune, expansion, all that stuff. So those are the three energies that we feel during fall. You have, well, you also have Venus too, because in the beginning of the fall, it Libra season. So there's a couple of other energies you feel, but it just shows you again how things through the planets change, how we change. And it's very, very, very interesting. So when it comes to the outer planets and what they're at, what they are aspecting or communicating to your inner planets, that can be that can be a sign of of something to look at and learn some new things about yourself. So I've been learning about that a lot more lately as well. I've been reading uh, books on pendulum magic. So I'm trying to learn how to do some pendulum magic. And I'm going to start doing that in my own one-on-one sessions with people. I'm still very, very, very raw at the the subject. So I'm learning more about it. I've also read about auras over this past month because I've been reading more because reading really helps just helps me just reset everything that I've talked about. Or if I'm feeling stuck on my lunch break, I'll read a little bit just to just to help me get back on track and help me, um, you know, just gives me some better energy. So I've been reading about auras and how and how the energy you carry and the energy you present to people, how impactful that is and how people can feel the energy that you present. Now, depending on how they take it is how they take it. But if you're feeling down you could impact so many other people and help them and make them feel down in the process. It's crazy how the energy exchange between two people and imagine a group of people can really take place. So it's something that I've been reading more of. So just auras and energy readings. So just you can tell people that have that are drained. You can tell if people are exhausted. You can definitely feel the type of feelings people are doing. It just takes more of an insight and more of a just like a it's like insight. It's it's kind of hard to explain, but you just like you look at somebody, you feel their energy and you're like, oh, this is definitely you're you might be feeling a lot. You might be feeling very drained right now, you know, or you might be feeling very 
just exhausted right now and and if you're right they're like oh yeah yeah and if not like then you just you laugh it off you know and uh and they'll be like you know what like I'm, i might not be feeling exhausted this just might be just my resting face but it's a good it's a good way to practice so just look at the people around you look at someone that's very close to you look at someone that you really share a deep bond with and just try and pick up their energy so if they come in the room feeling down or like they feel they just don't feel like themselves, ask them like, hey, are you feeling this way right now? Like I'm I'm feeling this type of energy from you and just let me know how it goes. Uh, that could be a really good conversation starter because no one wants to address what what's going on or how people are feeling. So if you're the one that's addressing, you know, that can really get the conversation rolling. So I, I podcast a lot, so I know I can go on a little bit of a tangent, um, but that's just an example, though, of Sagittarius season, the idea of expansion, the energies that you feel are going to feel during this time. I'm not going to get into all of the planets and what's going on just because that can be a little bit too overwhelming. Like, I feel like I've already hit you guys with a lot of information already, um, but if you guys have any questions about the outer planets if you guys have any questions about what's currently going on in the transits uh, i can definitely get into more detail for that but for now i just wanted to keep it more of a just a general just a general conversation of the idea uh, and concept of expansion how your life has expanded and and combine that with the life changes conversation but when it comes to this second topic, this concludes the second topic. So we've talked a lot about life changes. We've talked about Sagittarius season and the idea of expansion. When it, well, I'm going to give you guys just a couple minutes to think about in ways in which your life has expanded, ways in which, ways in which this Sagittarius season has impacted you already. I, I know the month of November for me has flown by. But I just want to know how you guys are feeling, too. I know Eternity shared in the very beginning of the conversation about the current life changes that she is going through. If anybody else is interested, this is a great opportunity to just think, reflect, and let me know how you feel. But you guys are listening to your spiritual best friend. I am your host, Josh Sanchez, and we will be right back. Hey everybody, I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. I just want to give you guys a very special announcement. So starting in the beginning of September, I will be doing astrology chart readings for anybody that is interested in learning a little bit more about themselves and their natal chart. I am not someone that is going to predict the future, but I am someone that is going to give you guidance and really help you process yourself in the present moment, whatever challenges or blocks that you face. But you can click on the link in the show description to schedule a one-on-one meeting with me where you get your chart read, where it's going to be a very safe space for you guys to open up and share your own journeys, your own anxieties, fears, and I hope that we can both learn something from each other along the way. I do have a confidentiality agreement that I, that everyone must sign and follow, and prices will vary depending on the income in which you guys make. I am someone that is very flexible and knows that we all have certain situations in life that can impact us financially, emotionally, anything pretty much. 
but it really is just a safe space for everyone to connect, grow, and learn some things about themselves. So again, you can check out that link to schedule a one-on-one call with me, Josh Sanchez, host of Your Spiritual Best Friend, and I hope to see everybody soon and to help you along the way on your own spiritual journey. But how I wanted to talk about like these last couple of topics just for everybody, anxiety is definitely something that we see every day. Like a, I, an anxiety is going to look different for everybody when it comes to fears, when it comes to when it comes to emotions, we can definitely feel a different way when we're anxious. We can be anxious when we are mad at something we could be anxious when we're sad about something we could be anxious just to be anxious where we're just frozen in the moment the anxiety just shows it shows up differently in many ways so for the next 15 minutes i wanted to provide just some exercises and just some ways you guys can cope with your own anxiety because anxiety can be very challenging and it can just pop up out of nowhere especially if you're not aware of the triggers that you have because everyone's going to have different triggers for some people it could be relationships uh, and particularly like some people could have social anxiety when it comes to like physical boundaries physical anxiety like there can be some things such as physical touch that can cause anxiety because of the trauma we've faced and because of the trauma we've experienced so here's some five quick ways to cope with anxiety so i hope you guys can try some of these out um it's definitely been something that has helped me so number one is questioning your thought pattern this is something that can be very hard. It can be very challenging because in the heat of the moment, when we're anxious, there's so many thoughts that go through our head. It's It could be anxieties about the future. It could be anxieties about the past. It could be anxieties about what's currently going on. Questioning your thought pattern is something that involves self-reflection, that involves you really sitting down with yourself and being honest with yourself. Uh, I do have a couple of worksheets that I recommend to question your thought patterns. Um, I know you guys can just do a quick Google search, but one of the things, one of the worksheets I had and and I've done with myself and I've actually ran a group on this is it's a worksheet. So it starts with a situation, right? So obviously there is, there's four different parts of this worksheet. So it's, it's a situation so a situation happens, causes you, causes some thoughts or anxieties to come in your head, right? Then what happens is those thoughts become emotions. Then those emotions become behaviors. So all of these things are intertwined with each other. So it starts with a situation, a trigger that makes you feel anxious, right? Then you have your anxious thoughts or thoughts when you are very nervous or or all that stuff, you know, that goes through your head, then comes, so after the thoughts, then comes the emotions, so the thoughts could be, it could be negative thoughts, it could be positive, it could be just, uh, just thoughts in general, thoughts about yourself, thoughts about others, thoughts about, thoughts about anything, then comes the emotions, because those thoughts are making you feel a certain way, 
And then when you feel a certain way, then you start to behave and act a certain way. So for instance, for myself, just to share, and questioning your thought pattern can really help you be like, okay, is this, is this rational what I'm thinking right now? Like, for example, for me, I have a bad habit. <laughs> I can really think deep into the future where I'm just like, man, if I do this situation, it's going to impact my future six months from now this way. And then if I don't do this, then I'm going to, then it's going to impact me here because then I won't be able to do this or I won't be able to be what I want to be. Like, that's just an example. So a situation like that could be when I talk about internships and when I talk about the next step, because the internship is what I'm looking at right now. I'm going to start it in the summer, but I'm right now in the process of finding it. So that is the situation that happened. So I'm talking about internships in the future. My thoughts that go across my head are thoughts about how I graduate, thoughts about thoughts about the place I want, thoughts about uh, trying to remember thoughts down the line. Like it's just a lot of different thoughts, right? All of those thoughts are causing me to feel scared, frustrated disappointed the perfectionism starts to come in where it's like you need to do this perfectly and that's an example of thinking about questioning your thought pattern is this perfectionism coming right now or is this rational you know so like that's something that you got to really ask yourself because negative thoughts what happens is if you're swamped with negative thoughts they just build and they fog your mind and then you end up just spiraling. So then, so just sticking with the format. So I told you guys a situation. I told you guys an example of the thoughts that happened because of the situation. Then I told you some feelings that I'm feeling disappointed, mad, frustrated, sad. And then what happens is that causes me to self-isolate and freeze when I'm anxious. So when I'm anxious, I freeze. I'm not someone that really likes to talk about it. I internalize everything, right? So that's an example of questioning your thought pattern. So what you're doing is you're, you're reflecting on the situation that has happened. You're reflecting on the thoughts that come to your mind and you're questioning those thoughts. Okay, should I really be talking about something five years from now? Is that really... Is that really a rational thought right now? Should I really be worrying about something five years ago? The answer is no. Or five years later, the answer is no. What can I think about right now that can help me calm my anxiety down? So thinking about, okay, let me ask, let me ask some coworkers about some internship opportunities. Instead of me trying to do everything by myself, and all these thoughts are just closing in on my head. Let me talk to coworkers or other people that have experienced what I've experienced. And I did and I did that. And that's an example of questioning your thought pattern. So when we're anxious, there's a lot of thoughts that go through our head. We need to be able to question that our thought pattern. So that's a good way to calm your anxiety down. Another one. Practice focused deep breathing. So I've learned in my group therapy sessions, I do an exercise involving box breathing. So what you do is you draw a box on your leg, right? 
and it's four counts because a box is four sides, right? So you're going down four breaths, so you're inhaling, exhaling for four breaths, so then you're you're going one side while you're exhaling, then you're going four seconds still, going up, then on the other side you're breathing in, so you're just you're doing that and you're making a box while you're doing it. So you're taking a deep breath for four counts, holding it for four counts, releasing it for four counts, sitting still for four counts, then inhaling again, holding it for four seconds, exhaling it for four seconds, and then letting it sit for four seconds. So you're you're consistently doing that while you're feeling anxious. And by, like, after a couple of those, the anxiety starts to slow down. Because when we're anxious, we're also feeling physical parts in our body, too. So let's just calm ourselves down. Let's get back into groundedness. Let's get us back and refocused. So that's another example. Another one I always have is write down your thoughts. That's definitely a good one. So if you're you're not someone that really likes to talk or you're not someone that really wants to like speak out on certain things and you want to keep it to yourself, grab a journal, write down whatever you're thinking, write down the thoughts. So that way you are seeing what you are thinking. And then that's when you can ask yourself, okay, is this something that is logical? Is this something that is, does this make sense? Is this a rational thought or is this something that is extreme? An example could be like, no one would ever love me. That's an example. You are going to find love. Everyone is, you are going to find your partner. I know at times you could feel like, oh, like no one will ever love me. But is that a rational thought? If you really think about it, there's people that love you currently in your life. You just might not be aware. So that's just something to to think about. And I, and I, I don't want to speak for everybody, but that's just an example. I'm just saying that as an example. So do so those are the three quick ways for you guys to just cope with anxiety off the top of my head. So again, questioning your thought pattern, practice focus deep breathing. So that could be box based breathing. You can also make a circle. So you're just constantly making a circle when you inhale. And then when you exhale, you're still making a circle. So there's there's ways in which and you can do that on your body as well, just to help calm yourself down. And the third one is to write down your thoughts. So I just want to say again, I've had, I've, I'm having a blast having this, this conversation. These are just things that I've learned as a group counselor for the first three weeks. And I can't wait to learn more. I can't, I can't wait to continue to evolve as a counselor. So this is just exciting. I'm very excited. But when it comes to the full podcast again, That concludes today's podcast. So I wanted to talk to you guys about mental health, how to cope with anxiety a little bit, Sagittarius season, and all that fun stuff. And life changes. I totally forgot about life changes. That was such a big first topic. But you guys can check out Your Spiritual Best Friend with Josh Sanchez on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. That's where I post weekly podcasts. I'm going to get back to finally a rhythm. I got some people that I'm scheduled to come on a future podcast. But even still, if I'm alone with you guys, we'll we'll come up with more ways to talk about anxiety, manage our anxiety, and also other things that we might go through. But I hope you guys have a wonderful night. I hope you guys stay safe. And this is Josh officially 
signing off.